This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. Uh, you know, I haven't even seen. Uh, um, I haven't even seen "It's a Wonderful Life" yet this year. I haven't seen I'm any of. Not even seen that. Not one of my Christmas. I, I, I'm not. I do not feel in the spirit at all this year. Oh, you don't. And it's just been a disastrous really? year. Yeah. Why? Uh, well, I mean, obviously. If uh, I may be so bold as to ask. Um, well, and I may. Country's destroyed. Um, so that's kind of where I would start. Yeah. Well. Um, but, but I mean, I really, I mean, you got to ignore that at Christmas, right? Yes, you I, just have to ignore it. Yeah, I, I just, uh, it's just been a freaking hassle. I mean, 2016 has been one of those years. All you know, it's everyone keeps bringing up the year, list of man. people who died. The most recent, Alan Thick, uh, who mm-hmm. again, you know, I mean, it's not like we. I, I will say, Alan Thick feels like a relative because of the amount of commercials he does for Optima Tax Relief um, <laughs> that I've heard. Uh, and I mean, I've never. It's probably the most. They've probably spent more money on that ad campaign than any ad campaign in history, including like Pepsi with Michael Jackson. Like it is, it's unbelievable mm-hmm. how many other times those things run. Um, and I, you know, uh, it'll be interesting to see. I feel like you'll, they'll still be running for a couple more months. I mean, Billy Mays' stuff ran for oh, yeah. years yeah. after he died. Then they replaced him with that uh, English or Australian guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, but but it's it just been a lot of a lot of deaths, a lot of weird, really negative stories. I feel like a lot of tragedy this year. Uh, trying to ignore it all, all of it. Yeah, and I, just I ignore I, it. And you know, and also we're in the. Um, you may know that we take approximately 611 days off at Christmas every year. Uh, so the the crunch that precedes that is not fun uh, at work. Uh, just, it's no, just, there's a lot to do before we leave. Good God. I mean, it's been nonstop. Meeting after meeting, meeting after meeting after meeting. Oh, my God. After meeting, 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 meeting. Constant like, okay, right can now. We, can we stop meeting so we can actually do some of the things no, well, that's absolutely we met about to work uh, on? Yeah. Or, and, you know, yeah. like this happens, I think, at everybody's business at, at some yeah, level. I'm but sure it, it does. You know, it's just one of those. We're in one of those periods, and I am I am ready. I am freaking yeah, ready for vacation. I am ready to enjoy Christmas. Yeah. I haven't seen <clears> the three uh, required Christmas movies that I must watch every year. And they are. Uh, if, of course. I wait, I'm, let me guess. Uh, the Christmas Story. Yes, that's why. Can't stand. But uh, number two would be Elf. Elf. You got two. And number three is, I don't know. 
Elf 2. <laughs> Is there an Elf 2? If there was an Elf 2, it would probably be on the list. No, number three would be Christmas Vacation. Uh, Christmas Vacation, right, right. Now, I will say that there are two additional movies to that list of one that are 100% con- uh, required. Okay. Uh, one would be Christmas Twist, which, by the way, you will mm-hmm. see on this program. Yes. Our annual showing today uh, in the uh, next hour, A Christmas Twist. And then, of course, the new addition to that, The Christmas Isisicle, uh, which uh, debuts <laughs> this Friday on The Wonderful World of Sports. Christmas Isisicle. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're, so you're not stuttering there. You're, it's called the Christmas Icicle. It you? is. It okay. is the Christmas Icicle. It's um, not the Christmas Icicle. It's the Icicle. Right. Yes. Uh-huh. Did, the man, did the man's part really hit the floor yesterday? Yeah, cutting room floor. Why? Glenn has been cut from the film. Is that because? Is that for safety reasons? Is that for uh, uh, no survival reasons? Is, uh, no. As a company? No. no he just, he oh, was so just as terrible. Com- I didn't hear you. As a company, um, he was terrible. Or uh, I would happened? say his performance was below expectations. <laughs> No, he's standing right there. That's why I'm saying. Um, he sucked. No, no, yeah, he, he was just sucked. He just didn't nail the part, and we just felt we had to move on. Uh, we had to go in another sometimes, direction. Sometimes it's not, you have to do it's that. Nothing personal. It's business. We have a real holiday classic on our hands, and Look, you know, we're not going to let Glenn's part be a distraction about bad. Right, it was. and That's, and not everybody can put in the performances that we did. Oh my God! You know, I will say both I mean, of you uh, have tremendous performances in this particular so, film. And I, I happened to um, get, yesterday. We happened to get the first versions, and you said, "Wait a minute! Did you say it's ending on Friday? Airing on Friday? Why are you still editing it?" Uh, it's a great question. In fact, not every part has even been shot yet, and it's airing in. Oh two my days. gosh! Um, but uh, I happen to. See Pat's part yesterday, which is mm-hmm. uh, he plays uh, he plays uh, a loving father, is, uh, <laughs> a very a lo- a loving and a, a, a really loving, t- terrific loving husband, a great husband. I mean, even more so, I think, than than being a loving father. He loves his wife, mm-hmm. and, and uh, <laughs> I will say that part is. I mean, you know, is it okay? It's hilarious. Okay. I mean, it's okay. uh, it's, it's the movie at times. Mm-hmm. Borders on offensive uh, to some. <laughs> what? Uh, borders. What? There are uh, no. There are borders that that's are crossed. Certainly, I, I mean, that must be some part I haven't seen that's yet. Not my part. <laughs> oh no, your part is. That's not my part. <laughs> JP <laughs> has one line that I laugh at literally every time I watch. <laughs> it's when you're talking about your name. Every time you come in and Jeffy says his name and, and how you're supposed to remember it, I, I can't help but laugh every single time. Yeah. And, I mean, See, so it's going to, it's interesting and it's, it's, we're cutting it a little close. I, I'm going to admit, uh, you know, you're going to be done today. Uh, it, I, tomorrow? I, it will be done probably tomorrow. It's not impossible oh, wow. that it's still being uploaded on Friday. Wow. The issue here is uh, this This actually idea for the Christmas Icicle was an idea I came up with uh, two years ago. Uh, and it has been sitting in uh, the inbox uh, for multiple... It was supposed to be the year after we did Christmas Twist. We were going to do a different Christmas movie every year. Mm-hmm. And Christmas Icicle mm-hmm. was my idea because Isis was just kind of coming into the public sphere and people were kind of realizing what it was. And that wouldn't it be funny... Uh, if you if if a person who is in ISIS happened to appear in one of those normal lifetime movies <laughs> where the cheesy Christmas mm-hmm. movie had an appearance from someone in ISIS, it thought it would might be in, endearing to the holiday spirit. That was my thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now mm-hmm. here we are a couple of years later. They've gathered some steam since then. So I thought, you know, this is the time they need to be mocked. Because, in all honesty, you notice that so many people are so afraid to do anything around this topic. Mm-hmm. You're not afraid to laugh at it. You know, things like the producers were important. Things like, uh, you know, uh, mocking 
uh, what did uh, what's his face do? Uh, Chaplin uh, mocked Hitler in the moment. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not saying there's any cultural significance to my idiotic movie, but the fact that we sit back and we're all afraid to do anything and mock these groups is really bad. I mean, one of our favorite moments, I believe, on this program was when we played the song um, about ISIS that was uh, created by people in 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 the in the Kurdish regions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Peshmerga. Uh, but the Peshmerga did it, uh, which mm-hmm. was uh, I, uh, they will. The, the female goat, they will milk the male goat, or what was it? It was, do yeah, we have that song? I, yeah, something like that. Uh, milk the male goat in... Even if it's male? Even if it's male. <laughs> and the city was a city that our people actually went, went to. Went to, yeah. They, they, uh, it was, I can't remember yeah, the name we have to, right Can now. we dig up that video? It might be still around. It's we played it a lot. But, I mean, I, that's important. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be willing to do those things. And, you know, a lot of people, because, you know, fear of being killed by ISIS... Look, ISIS might kill you. I mean, they're trying to kill you. They might succeed. I don't know that making a dumb movie has any effect on that. If they, and we say things all all the time on the air that could get us killed by ISIS, and you say things all the time uh, uh, that could get you killed by off uh, ISIS, like "Hi, may I buy that um, Happy Meal?" They go into freaking McDonald's and Sbarro's and blow people up. They kill people at hotels. They kill people at schools. They don't care what you're doing. They may kill you at some point, but you can't live your life in fear over that. Mm-hmm. There's a, another level of, of fear when you choose something like this in that, you know, will the leftist media intentionally take you out of context and act as if you're mocking the whole religion as opposed to the terrorist group? Of course they will. And of course they will, but I can't be, a, I can't be fearful of that either. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to at some point suck it up and say, you know what, these people are not going to make the decisions for me of what I put on the air and what I talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, So that is a big part of the reason why we went forward with this uh, complete um, horror show that it will probably, uh, all of the things that I just mentioned will happen. So this will become a holiday chestnut for you, too, along the lines of, uh, you know, Elf and and all the rest. Christmas Icicle, Christmas Uh Twist, Uh Elf. Right. Christmas Story and uh, Christmas, Christmas Vacation, Vacation are all uh, right. on my must-watch right list. And, of course, several Lifetime movies. Um, you know, we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll show you some clips from Christmas Cookies uh, coming up. Uh, that, that one's Hallmark, by the way. But that, that type, that genre movie, mm-hmm. I have to watch some of those, too, because they, they just make me happy. What, what, what's on your list, Jeffy? What, what, what Christmas movies must you watch? We know you year? watch 18 and spoons. I had never heard of either of those, but uh, Jeffy was very passionate. The Christmas Twist has actually made the list now. I mean, that's that's. In all seriousness, it is a I, must I kid, see. My family, is, my kids are like, we have to watch it. I freaking mm-hmm. love it. Every year, yeah. I watch that thing and I laugh out loud at like ten different parts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even though we, you know, it's it's our movie. Like we we made it, and I still <laughs> right. can't help laughing at yeah, it. It's funny. so freaking funny. And you, by the way, you'll see that again. I think I mentioned that. Uh, yeah, it's coming out today. Yeah. So is there is there an actual movie? That I, don't know. I, li- I like the uh, uh, Home Alone. The first Home, Home Alone. Alone is really that's not good. even that's a, a Christmas must. movie. Yeah. I don't understand that. People, it is a Christmas, Christmas like that movie. one is Christmas. Time? It is. I mean, it, well, it happens around Christmas. Christmas movie. <laughs> yes, it um, happens at Christmas. And that is, but I guess you could say that about a one. It's a Wonderful Life. It happens around Christmas. Right. It's not that much about Christmas, although that one seems classic. And Home Alone, not at all. And Die Hard's not a Christmas, Die Hard's Christmas movie. Oh, I think it is. Shut up. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I even asked you. Now I'm sorry. I even brought you into it. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. 
It's not a Jack Christmas McClain movie. goes out to uh, California from New York to see his during family the Christmas party during Christmas and terrorist activities during Christmas. Christmas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow, a terrorist activity on a Christmas! Yeah. So it's yeah. not unprecedented. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> Thank you. It's not. Yes. I'll just say, look, this is just essentially a sequel to Die Hard. So you guys, uh, neither one of you guys, <laughs> neither one of you guys are into uh, Christmas Carol. Watching a I do not movies. really like Christmas like Carol. Really? I do like It's a Wonderful I Life. It. Um, I, I'm with you on that. You know, my yeah. my wife is the same way as yours. Not interested at all at all in it. And um, it's a wonderful it, life. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. It comes on. I want to watch it, and Jackie she has no it. interest. Won't watch it's it. It's not. You had mentioned. I think the screaming was yeah. a problem because he's constantly screaming and yelling mm-hmm. at people from the streets, and it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's for Lisa. He's it's more of like voice. it's just old. Mary, yeah. don't you know me, Mary? And you, it just I guess it grates on her. She won't watch it because it's just old. It's an old movie. Movie and she just oh she didn't like old it. movies like, yeah no she just is not interested like I was hard to get her to watch Christmas Vacation for the first time which she wound up liking that's, a, that's, um, but that's an not, old movie but to her that's an old movie wow um, you know I mean wow I mean but if you think about it someone mentioned this the other day it's since 2016 years pretty much just Elf yeah that's the only one we were just talking about this in my house the other day it there are so few really great Christmas movies that have come out. And the only started... the only one I could think of in the last few decades is Elf. Yeah, because they I just mean, started really, pumping out the Hallmarks, right? Yeah, well, I guess, but those aren't. No, you know, no I know those that, aren't but I'm just wide but... release, really good. You know, do something for Christmas. Let's make it a classic. And Elf was really the last one that yeah. I think most people, or many many people, consider a classic and want to watch it every year. Uh, and other than the Santa Claus, you know, in the '90s w- was one I think with Tim right. Allen. I got you know. I got some, I got a list here for you. Let me give you some oh, of these. Uh, okay. Because some of these are not. Elf was 2003. Yeah. Absolute 2003, classic. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. Yep. Um, I think a lot of people might include Polar Express. Yeah, my wife mm. uh, Which was 2004. My wife loves yes. Um, okay. So I'll so, accept that one. I'll give you some others. Bad Santa, obviously. I hate it. You know, no. Yeah. I've um, never seen it, but uh, I, I would hate it. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it was okay, but it's <clears> not. I mean, like Christmas Vacation and Bad Santa, you can put roughly in the same general vicinity. In roughly. that, like, they were like a little adult versions of Christmas movies. Not the Jeffy adult version, but like, you know, it's kind of aimed more at adults, yeah. uh, but still, it, you know, Bad Santa doesn't live up to that. They tried a sequel this year, which bombed. Um, uh, Santa Claus 2 was 2002. So, I mean, but I mean, it started in the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas with the Cranks, bad. Mm-hmm. Um, bad. The Grinch was technically 2000, but again, I, you know, is that a classic? It's not, it doesn't feel People, that way to I me. think some people consider it. Some people, it. maybe. Um, uh, I like a, it, but I don't love it. An underrated one we've discussed before, <laughs> came out right in 2000, though, so I mean, it's still 16 years old, is Family Man. Um, I love Family Man. I, no one considers that a Christmas movie. I do. But, I mean, it really I is, it. and it's a, I think that's a real, it's a great movie. Again, but not one I watch every year. Nicholas Cage, but if he, you haven't he, seen it, yeah. it's really good. Yeah, it's a great one. It's, it's really good. Um... You know, The Holiday, uh, if you saw that, you know, again, no, Tim it's okay. The Tim Allen Santas, my wife loves those, too. Yeah, that's, that's Santa Claus, too. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that. Okay, if you yeah. listen to the show, you'd hear those things. Um, mm-hmm. Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. I don't remember no, I see, that all, I see that all the time on, on <laughs> On Demand. I, no. I, it was okay. Was it? It was okay, but it's not a Christmas classic, right? Yeah. Um, yeah the Nativity Story Glenn brought up, I've never seen. 2006, that came out. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? I mean, pretty much nothing else I see that would that would even enter mm. this conversation. I mean, there are multiple sequels of the Santa Claus. So I mean, if there you was go down two road, and three, but but and, and they yeah. were both okay. They're, neither one of them lived up to the first, but right, uh, they were okay. I mean, I for for me, other than It's a Wonderful Life, the greatest was clear back in 1984, and that's uh, that's the George C. Scott Christmas Carol. 
Uh, then there's... You like Scrooge, too, right? That's a big I like one Scrooged, yeah, with Bill Murray. Yep. I, li- I like it. It's, uh, it's fun. Uh, but it's probably not one of my favorites. Um, man, I'm trying to think. Uh, Miracle on 34th Street's really good. We have to watch that every year. Uh, but uh, other than that, the- a really old one that I like is A Bishop's Wife with Cary Grant. You ever seen that? Bishop's Maybe. Wife? No? Yes? No? Yes! They remade that into A Preacher's I... Wife with Denzel Washington oh, in right. like 1990. No, you know, I'm thinking of The Butcher's Wife. Wasn't there? They, uh, yes, with <laughs> Demi Moore. Demi Moore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that different, is... different movie. Yeah, it's totally yeah that's a different movie. movie. Uh, by the way, we do have a, a wonderful Christmas classic. I think this is going to bring you to the holiday spirit. Before you watch The Christmas Isisical this Friday, Wonderful World of Stew. From uh, the producers, The Pushmerga. Uh, is our favorite song from the past oh, couple nice. of years about ISIS. So Do we have this is about Daesh. Um, let's watch mm-hmm. We milk the goat even if it is male. <laughs> so what an insult, man. You know, that, I mean, it's the worst that burns him. Oh, I freaking love this thing. That pisses him off. Now this is the this is the solo. It's pretty strong. <laughs> well, these are talented musicians. You can tell, each in their own right, playing whatever it is they're playing, and uh, really good. We have no knowledge in our brains. We attack the town of Sinjar. <laughs> we scare women and children. Our Kalish is bearded, and our brains are upside down. Our hope is to kill. That's why we have no future. We are ISIS. We are ISIS. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's really. I mean, if you think about clever. it, it really is a good insult. Yes, it is. <laughs> it really is a good insult. They're milking the male goats. And our goal is to kill. That's why we have no future. Mm-hmm. What? Okay. Oh, well, all right. Hey, you know, whatever. I consider them, the, it's almost like that's a prequel of the Christmas Isisicle. So, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, right? Uh, it was Friday night. 8 Central? Uh, no, yeah, Friday night, I yep. mean, yeah. Triple eight seven two seven. back, more Pat and Stu coming up in a sec here. You can take a positive step towards self-reliance uh, with my Patriot Supply. That sounds crazy, Pat, because I'd rather uh, depend on the government. Um, the government is there to help us. Why else do we yeah. pay our taxes? We pay our taxes, so the government will be there to help mm-hmm. us through tough times. And uh, I, so that's why I reject my Patriot Supply. Wow. I don't want to be reliant on myself. I want to depend on others. Well, you can do that. You can wait for FEMA. Thanks. Sit around and uh, see what happens. They might come. They might. I mean, probably not, but they if might. If you'd like a little more surety... Yeah, you can get easy-to-prepare emergency food that tastes great. You don't have to wait for anybody. It lasts up to 25 years. Tastes great. <laughs> that's, that's so right. stupid. If you're that hungry, you'll eat you'll anything. Eat bugs. You'll eat bugs. You'll eat sticks. You'll eat, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Or you can get four weeks of easy-to-prepare delicious food for $99 plus free shipping. So call them today. I would call them at 888-411-5290. 888 888- 411-5290 or at preparewiththeblaze.com. And one thing we could say about the people at My Patriot Supply, they do not milk goats if they are male. No, they don't. That is a strong stance they have and yeah. a stand by that since the founding of the company. They don't care how you feel about it. That's, no. that's what they're doing. Preparewiththeblaze.com. Or not. Do don't it. tell them we said that. Okay.
Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. Uh, all right. Trump has announced uh, Rick Perry as his energy secretary pick. I think we might have mentioned that yesterday. I think it's a good pick. Um, Roger Ailes is rumored to be getting a State Department undersecretary. Uh, not in he. I guess they deny that though, right? Deny that immediately. Uh, Hope Hicks was on record with multiple news sources saying no truth to that whatsoever. Uh, seems like something maybe the Ailes side may have yeah, uh, tried maybe. to get out there. Yeah. Something else we've talked about a little bit is Ivanka Trump. Uh, Ivanka Trump may serve as first lady instead of Melania. <laughs> this is weird. It's um, first of all, it's weird. Second of all, it is. Uh, an interesting development because, I mean, it's really, that's more about Melania, really. And right. yeah, she's just not really interested in doing those things. Well, Ivanka, they see, is much more effective, and they want to do that. Third, and finally, before you get to your actual point, Jeffy, is it's just funny because the guy has been hitting <clears throat> on his daughter for as long as she'd been alive. Right. And now they're talking about her as the first lady. It's just freaking strange. Well, so they laid really the groundwork early, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. we had already talked about this, like, you know, two or three weeks yep. ago. But now they're saying they're using her not wanting to come to the White House Be, until, while the kid's in school. Until right? Barron's out of yeah. school. Yeah. So they're using that. I mean, that's I what they did with Michelle, too. You know, if you don't want to be First Lady, yeah, you shouldn't Whatever. have to be, right? No, I, well, I mean, she, I mean, she is First Lady. She's just not going to go is, run right. around and talk about the school yeah, lunches. You don't want to do by that. by the way... Fine. So I don't, I don't really want to hear from you. Yeah. I didn't want to hear about don't. Michelle. I didn't really want to hear about Laura Bush. I'll uh, tell you the truth. They're all fine. It goes whatever. clear back to Nancy Reagan. I, I, I don't know that we any of us cared about her drug campaign. Yeah, I mean, did I, we? I mean, no. I, I, I just didn't. say no to drugs. Well, I, <laughs> I, I was that. already I was already doing that, and Jeffy was already saying yes. He didn't care what Nancy said to him. Thank you. No. Didn't care, and she got so brutally mocked for that. I mean, I think the, the, the point is in that uh, in that role, you're supposed to take on something that's not controversial, not partisan, that everyone can kind of agree with. Mm-hmm. And like so, with with Michelle Obama, it's. Uh, healthier children, right? But of course, the way she wants to do that is something that is controversial and is, uh, 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 that does piss off uh, the other side. Uh, you know, Laura Bush was very non controversial. I mean, she very yeah. rarely um, uh, yeah. I mean, ruffled anyone's feathers. Nancy Reagan, however, was. Um, Hillary Clinton seriously was. I mean, she tried to freaking overwhelm our, uh, overturn our entire health care system while she was First Lady uh, with Hillary Care. Um, there's a lot of that that went around. I I don't mind a first lady obviously being uh, like I like the you know they're they're helping troops they're doing things that are like basic. I don't I don't say to a first lady oh well you can't be you can't be outspoken you're a first lady and you must have your role and your place. That's obviously not what I'm talking about. I just don't I necessarily care. We didn't elect you. Mm-hmm. You know if we wanted you to be president we'd elect you. Ask Hillary. If we, we wanted her to be president we would have elected her. We didn't. So you yeah, move on with your life. I mean, I, if Melania wants to sit back and live her life and be a mom and do the things that she enjoys to do, good for her. 
Mm. I, I know if she wants to be outspoken and talk about stuff, fine. But I think the stuff we're going to get from Ivanka is going to be overwhelmingly liberal. You know, there's another report oh, yeah. that Donald Trump today is meeting, meeting with Zeke Emanuel. Um, he of the uh, creator of Obamacare and one of the architects mm-hmm. of Obamacare. Um, and the guy, you know, who was behind many of the really bad things that happened with Obamacare. The complete uh, lives system, And the complete lives system. Um, now, you know, Trump seems to be meeting with everybody. Uh, as of now, I don't know that it's affected his picks uh, in a negative way. So, you know, kind of say, well, maybe he just likes, you know, deal making and being, in, you know, getting everybody in a room and talking to them. And so far, I think I don't think we've seen negative uh, outcomes from that. But I am worried about it. Mm-hmm. I am worried about it. Yeah, the the Al Gore's and the Zeke Emanuel's, those are concerns. But we'll see how it how it turns out. In the meantime, Keith Olbermann oh, is, uh, has had a big meltdown over the Russian coup uh, that's <laughs> happening, and uh, Donald Trump. And uh, now, I, you didn't know? Did you know he had a show? He doesn't really right. have a show. Didn't so, know he had a show. Well, wasn't he on back on ESPN right, for a while? Yeah. So, so is Tracy that over is now? back with the Olbermann thing. That is over. It oh, my from, gosh. He's off ESPN now? Again, the, he, Keith Olbermann never holds a job more than a couple wow, years, ever. that's um, amazing. He went, he was at MSNBC where he was kind of, obviously ESPN way back in the First, day. First, ESPN. Then he went to, I think, uh, Fox Sports. Then I think yeah. he went to... Uh, uh, MSNBC. Then he went somewhere else, and then went back on. Yeah, he MSNBC. went to his current TV. Got fired then he went there. To, then he went to current TV. Yeah. Then he uh, went to uh, back to ESPN two for a while. Yeah. Lost that gig. This now, last gig was supposed to be where he was doing something, but it wasn't supposed to be any politics. Right. right that was the ESPN thing, and he got ESPN. in trouble. He, he mm-hmm. pretty much held to that. Honestly, he didn't. Uh, he, there, he, he had a couple slips up, couple slip ups, ups, I think, but uh, mostly he, he was pretty good. So he now he's back to the politics thing on GQ's, I believe, website. Oh, so he's right. doing stuff for GQ now, um, and he's ranting about the election and such, <laughs> wow. which you kind of expect. His career is just on a moon rocket ride so, isn't let me, it? so let's now watch why <laughs> that that moon rocket ride is occurring this right. is him on gq talking about uh, <laughs> trump and the russians okay there are no arguments of security or face saving or intelligence secrecy or national interest that carry any is weight now. At home how yeah. much is- worse can it get by telling america the unvarnished unprocessed unredacted truth about this coup we are already uh, on the precipice of losing the freedom and independence of the nation he must tell us so that we may defend ourselves. He must tell the electors of the Electoral College so that microscopic as the chance may be, they could still prevent this cataclysm. There is no time for a full review or a measured analysis or recommendations to prevent interference in our future elections because permitting Donald what? Trump to assume the office of president reduces the chance that we will have any future elections. The nation and all of our freedoms hang by a thread. Uh-huh. And the military apparatus of this country is about to be handed over to scum. Oh, or wow. beholden to scum. Russian <laughs> scum. <laughs> As things are today, January 20th will not be an inauguration, be but rather the end of the United States as an independent country. It will not be a peaceful change of power. It will be a usurpation. And the usurper has no validity, no credibility, and no authority under the Constitution. This is a reality that will become the only reality until this country rids itself of Donald John Trump. He is not (laughs) a president. He is a puppet put in power by Vladimir Putin. And those who ignore Mm -hmm. these elemental existential facts 
Democrats or Republicans are traitors to this country and will immediately and forever after be held accountable. Holy cow. All right. Freeze Resist. Frame. Fre freeze frame. Peace. Freeze frame and stay on him if you could. could and you couldn't, apparently. Uh, can we get a close up of, of this set? Can, can, can we look at him for a second? Is, because uh... this is uh, there's a lot going on here. And not the least of which is the cavernous quality of his studio, which it sounds like is being recorded in his basement. And they put up some, I, I, I don't, are those two pieces of paper? It looks is, like that, a, is that a green screen a with, back. with well, red and blue? Painted, painted cardboard. <laughs> it's painted, painted cardboard? cardboard? What the hell kind of set is he in? It, it does and seem like it's at his home. The Yeah, it sounds like, I mean, the... The bouncing off the walls of his voice and stuff is such an awful production. Well, I'm not sure where the studios it could have are happened of in the his GQ bathroom. streaming I know. It's, uh, service. So, so I mean, they may have set him up at home just until those studios are up and running. The Resistance with Keith Olbermann <laughs> is the <laughs> name of this exactly particular video. I, I mean, since when does Keith Olbermann give a rat's ass about the United States Constitution? I mean, that is hysterical. I'm sorry. I am as concerned or more concerned about our ties to Russia than certainly most uh, socialists are. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. And I am very concerned with what they did in the election. But the idea that he didn't win, there's no evidence to believe, to, to no. make people believe. No. Um, there's, uh, any kind that, of Russian coup happened. No, I mean, that's silly. There's no evidence to make you believe, I think, in any convincing way, uh, that their influence turned the tables of this election. No. Now, remember, it is a very small amount of votes. Uh, you know, we're talking about less than 100,000 votes that were the difference here. And obviously she won the popular vote, which means um, effectively zero. But it was 70,000 votes, uh, roughly, between three states that could have turned this election. It was very close. If you want to talk about something that turned it, the Comey, there's a much more direct line to the Comey letter than there is to the Russian hacking of Podesta's email, which may have, I think, legitimately chipped away over a long period of time. Though I don't think anything came out of that um, that really had much of an impact. There was no one thing. There was, you know, okay, they were leaking stuff every day, but almost all of it was just embarrassing. Like, ah, yeah, you know, they were critical. They would say she doesn't have uh, a good connection with voters to each other. Well, I mean, you know, watch her for 10 seconds. You see that. I mean, is it... Is it really that bad? I didn't think much of the controversy around that wire up really turning into anything, with the exception of, uh, you know, some of the stuff that came out about Bernie Sanders. But again, that was not surprising. No. He's, he, this whole nonsense of a Russian coup is just that. It's nonsense. It's, yeah. it's stupid. Though I think, Marissa, can we tell, okay, we got to need to pass that to Natasha because that's, this is good for radio tomorrow. We got we to bring Glenn in on this one. Definitely. This and, fun. And, and I didn't think this was possible, but. Keith Olbermann is actually worse than he used to be. Yeah, really bad. Which I, he was so bad before and so melodramatic and so over the top. He's gotten more of all of it. I, it's really, that's amazing. I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, and to show how ineffective it is, like he just called basically everyone who watches that. Uh, outside of his little circle, a traitor, a traitor. to the country. And I had yeah. no feeling about it. Yeah, there was no care. feeling of anger. There's no feeling of emotion. Uh -huh. It's just like, oh, God. Man, <laughs> we're all traitors to the country. I got it. All right. 888 More patents, too, coming up. <laughs> and who knew we had a show? Yeah, That's a congratulations, Keith. But look at that set. This must have spent 
over five dollars on that thing. Six? Do you think it's possible they said they spent six dollars? Nah, no, not that much. Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have to talk anymore. Thank you. What was that, Stu? (laughs) I'm sorry, did you say something? Uh, No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Merry Christmas. Oh, Merry Christmas, Jeffy. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Jeffy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so The View. You know how much we love The View. Oh, I mean, I. Very little. I oh, love. I you know what I do is there is not a person. I DVR it because I can't watch it while I'm here. And, and you don't so want to miss it. I can't miss it. I can't. Don't and so I DVR it, and I've got 4,800 of them at home. So you may, not, you may not have seen this Saved. episode yet. No, not yet. I mean, because I, I'm up saving yet. them up so well, I can watch them all at once. <laughs> like you're back in like the Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, I go area, back to the very beginning. Oh, those were those yeah. were good, but they're not as good as today. Classic. They're oh, all classics. Oh my God, they're all classics. So all of them. the wife of George Stephanopoulos, Allie Wentworth, was on the View. And she had some interesting things to say about this. Why election. is her name not Ellie Stephanopoulos? Because she likes to be called Allie Wentworth. Okay. And if you were married to I? George Stephanopoulos, you yeah, might not I want that name. I wouldn't either. <laughs> That's a good point. I'd be Pat Gray still. So I'd keep my maiden name. If you were married to George Stephanopoulos? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I'd be I'd call myself Pat Gray then too. <laughs> Wait, that, no, there's no question. No. Uh, let's hear Allie on The View. There's a couple other things to point out on The View as well that just is All right. kind of... Let's see it. Let's do it. Let's roll it. So is this, is, is this period more scary or less scary than Watergate right oh now? God, well, it's quit. more scary for me because as a kid... You know, they, you know, they broke in and they broke into the hotel and got yeah. a few files. What's, you know, now it's, um, it's scary just because the world is so unpredictable and so different. Right. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. And I have an 11 year old daughter yeah. who doesn't really understand what Wait ISIS she is, but she knows that she's story. scared and she's mm. now sleeping in bed with us every night, yeah. which Wait. what do you do? Alan, what? What, do you say, what do you do? You she's got so little girls. What? Yeah. You Wait, see what's happening. What can... What stop can you say for that? Can you, you stop for just a sec? Stop for just a sec. <laughs> Did she? Uh, let me just clarify here. Uh, is she saying her 11-year-old daughter is so scared because Trump was elected that she's now sleeping in their freaking bed with that's them? That's absolutely correct. Does she think Donald Trump is going to show up and kidnap her from her it's house? It's very possible that she believes that, yes. What? What? But What irrational? Unbelievably ridiculous, irresponsible things have you been saying in your house? Yeah. Well, to scare the hell out of your daughter to the point where now that a president has been elected, she thinks she needs to sleep in the same bed with you? You'll be asking yourself that very same question once you hear her say her All next right. little thing All she's right. going to share, Pat. Let's, it is unfreaking believable. Let's see it. Which, so, what do you do, Alec? What do you say? What do you do? You got little girls. You, <laughs> you see what's happening. What little can, girls, eleven and what fourteen. What can you say to other okay. parents who have who are at their wits' end with their children, mm-hmm. who are scared, and they're also scared as adults? This is what I say. You're I say two things. Kids. I say to my kids. One mm-hmm. is. We help out everybody in this country that is really going to need our help. Whatever, whatever in, in organization, you know, we, we give, we volunteer, we help out. 
Um, I mean, I'll tell you a story. I wasn't planning on story, which might be the end of my marriage. Um, but we were watching the election. She says no. Well, then George Stephanopoulos will be free, honey. There you go. Sorry, I'm sorry. Happy I want to talk about your new show because I saw it last night. And it's just so fantastic. Tell me later. I'll tell you later. It just involves my 14-year-old getting upset about the election and screaming no abortion really loudly. I have a 14-year-old upset And I was like, you haven't kissed a boy yet. Don't use that word so flippantly. But she meant women's rights. Right, right. Wait, what? So they're watching Her the election returns. Donald is screaming is no, no abortions, abortions when understand. Donald Trump wins the election. Uh, what? I What is going on in that house? Meaning that that she's terrified. She's terrified she won't be able to have an abortion. There, there won't be any more abortions. Good God. There won't be any more abortions. Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas. Everybody. Merry Christmas. That's going on in the Stephanopoulos. That is weirdest. The that, is, that's another radio worthy. Yeah, let's bring that one too. <laughs> okay, Marissa can send that one to Natasha too. We got to do that one too. Wow, that, that is uh, unbelievable. I mean, There's so much freaky stuff going on there, like your 11 year old daughter sleeping with you at night. Just start there. And then. The reason she's sleeping with you at night is because she's afraid because a president was elected. That might the hell is that? And she might not be able to kill her child. And then the fourteen-year-old is screaming, "She can't kill her child if she gets." Is she pregnant now? Is right. she planning to get pregnant? Well, and oh, yeah, I, that, the, no, she, the one thing she's looking forward to more than anything else, else in the world is having an abortion. What wow. a bizarre. And might what I point out, first of all, Donald Trump's not going to stop that. Well, he can't. Um, which he cannot. He can't do. I wish he could, but he um, can't. But beyond that, for just a second. Wow. Think of, you might say, say this hmm. and be like, let's say that was, uh, you know, when Jim Carrey and uh, Jenny McCarthy were married and they went over and told that story. You'd be like, oh, geez, you'd really rise. This is happening in the in the household of a journalist, a guy who is right. I, like. Now, you could say that maybe the wife is, you know, super extra crazy. And, and but I mean, that's incredible. George Stephanopoulos in his house. Yeah. First of all, is his daughter is so terrified by what you think if like is that, this happens with uh, people in my family all the time. Like you know, they'll come out and they'll have like some view about politics that's a little, a little wacky, a little over the line, maybe. And maybe they got they were on Facebook and a little reading a little fake news. And because this is what I do for a living, uh, those topics come up with of me course, often. Always. And so what I am able to do is say, you know, I actually, no, uh, you know, Hillary Clinton didn't invent AIDS. Uh, that's that. That's not true. Why would you lie like that? <laughs> I know. I, it's, I, it's a little bit. But I mean, I, you know, you're able to say to bring yeah. some perspective, some additional information, mm-hmm. some better sources along a little uh, painting, a little bit more of a complete story. Mm-hmm. That's what I do all the time. And, you know, most of the people in my family are generally speaking conservative. But I mean, they're not they're not, they're not living in the world where uh, they will fact check everything. Like, as we see, sure. the vast majority of people on Facebook don't do. So you come in and you say, ah, well, actually, let me. Help you with that one is I mean, wouldn't George Stephanopoulos be doing this with his daughter? Apparently, not. wouldn't you say, "Hey, you know what? Actually, I'd say no. You know, there's a good chance he's not going to do anything with abortion. I, he really doesn't have that power." Number one, I, yeah. First uh, of all, number two, why, why the hell are you worried yeah, about getting an abortion? Why are you so excited about having an abortion? First of all, you shouldn't be having sex. Secondly, if you have sex, maybe you could take responsibility and have the baby and give it up for adoption. Third. Uh, I mean, the president of the United States doesn't have that power, sweetie. I mean, that is the weirdest thing, that the first thing out of her mouth would be, no abortion!
Why <laughs> do you care? So, why are you so mm. excited about abortion? Because, you know, women's rights is the way she explains it. You just it. want to... Because, you know, women's, women's rights. rights? Maybe no, you're not giving I, them a good perspective I, of what women's I, rights I, are. Half the be. women who... Half the uh. people who are going to be born would be women. Mm -hmm. So you're taking away their rights before they're even born. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Doesn't make it's any sense. One of those me. issues, man, it is impossible so hard. to understand. Uh, got more, Good news uh, out of Colleen, Texas. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know if we talk, I'm going to talk about this off the air, but in Colleen, Texas, last night, the school district uh, got together and met with uh, parents and people from all over the state because uh, the principal at uh, their middle school to ripped down the Charlie Brown Christmas poster at the nurse's office because it had the it had the Bible phrase on it. Oh, thank heaven, because other people would have been uncomfortable. And it was, yeah, I mean, their eyes Some would have people been burned. Have they had to look for students that had their eyes burned out from yeah. looking at it. Yeah. And uh, they had the big meeting. They thought it would have, we had, remember in, in Texas, we have the state law that talks about the Merry Christmas law. You can say Merry Christmas or you can have mm -hmm. Christmas decorations as long as you have all other decorations up in the school, that kind of thing. But they got together last night mm -hmm. at uh, the Colleen School Board, and they decided, you know what? Mm -hmm. We're leaving it down. They're leaving it They're down? They're leaving it down because they were concerned about the eyeballs of the kids. Oh, wow. They're leaving it down. So good for them. Unbelievable. It is unfreaking believable. I, I think about that. Uh, Colleen, Charlie Colleen, Brown. Colleen, Texas. Small town Texas. Now, I was told that that was going to stop wow. happening when Donald Trump got elected. Is that not interesting because mm. he's not in office yet? He's not in office. Next yes. year at Next this year. time, okay. that, it'll be none yes. of this, Never none of this stuff. <laughs> he won't put up with it, Stu. I'm sure, I'm sure not. Because, you know, he loves the Bible. It's his favorite book. Uh, he's got a, actually a whole a room. He's got a room filled uh, with special Bibles in a special place. Do you have more? Because yeah, I have one here, too. Uh, Go. I sure? was, I, oh yeah, I was going to do uh, Mine will be way too long. we got to. Okay. Go ahead. Qu quickly. Uh, amazing story out of Wake Forest. Uh, did you see this? The Real guy. The paper didn't eat. Wow, I heard this one in a while. Uh, uh, <laughs> it fits into your portfolio of impressions. Oh, it does. Jay Leno is it retired. Does. Yeah. Um, not dead, though. Uh, no, he's not dead yet. Thank God. Uh, so the radio announcer of Wake Forest football games, obviously he's given access to the team. He watches the practices. He, he does interviews. He does, you know, he has access mm -hmm. to the team. Apparently he has been um, leaking information to opposing teams, it's like playbooks. Why would you do that? Is it, I mean, is he getting paid for it? I guess I, I don't. Does he hate somebody in the Wake Forest football organization? Or? I don't know. Based on emails, text messages, and phone records, the university said in a statement, the uh, announcer wow. provided or attempted to provide confidential and proprietary game preparation on multiple occasions. I guess what they found out was, I, I can't remember which team it was against, Louisville. I think it was Louisville. And they reacted very well to a play that they had never run before. Um, and they were like, how the hell did they know right. that was coming? Apparently they had the play in advance. Um, and from a Wake Forest guy, um, the, the speculation is he may have been wagering against uh, Wake Forest on these mm. games. Um, and uh, that's what we right. like the idea. But we, they don't, I don't think they know that information yet. Um, uh, very strange. And then this is from you know text and everything else. So there's a pretty good chain of evidence there. What a weird story. Yeah, that is. I've never heard of anything like that before. Huh. I, right. I mean, I. I mean, there I have been that. stories that we've been told where coaches upset over what other coaches have done to them have sent uh, yeah, but playbooks the, to other schools. Not one of the radio announcers yeah. for the game. I mean, really, the last time I remember seeing anything like this was when uh, uh, that one school had real problems with uh, teams figuring out their plays. I believe it was uh, South Florida. 
Uh, there was a period uh, in the mid 2000s, the late some 2000s. Fat guy, some fat guy used to announce their games. I don't and remember. He, I'll tell you what. He was rumored to have done some shady things. <laughs> I could have, if that would, if that brought down Jim Levitt, good. <laughs> was he the coach at the yes. time? You didn't yeah. like him? Oh, Jim, you're a good guy. I like you. No problem. Why? Why are you cheering on his? I hope everything's okay with you. <laughs> wow. Apparently, you don't like, like a good, a good, good relationship there. Pat. Hope you're doing uh, fine. Wow. Whatever. Um, you know what? Speaking of coaches uh, and and Florida coaches and the Lane Kiffin thing. Did we mention that yesterday? Yeah, Florida Atlantic. Yeah, uh, Lane Kiffin went goes from offensive coordinator at Alabama to uh, head coach at at uh, Florida Atlantic. They were talking about this on ESPN last night. I didn't realize Lane Kiffin had character issues. I, I don't know what they are. Do you? I, I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, I guess he's an egotistical guy, but... I, there has yeah. been some drama around him uh, over the years. Apparently, uh, Saban and he and Saban don't get along well, and the speculation was that he was done either way so at Alabama this year. Job and get out. So he got a job and got out, and the only... The only one that wanted him was Florida Atlantic. Why would that? I mean, be? that's amazing. Although Florida's Alabama's offense is not exactly overly impressive. Compared, I mean, it's their, de- no, their defensive team. Um, you know, I mean, they obviously scored have scored a lot of but points. But he gets a lot of credit for for yeah. you know helping Alabama get to the probably. But Lane two Kiffin goes to Florida there. Atlantic for two over two mil a year. Come on now. Yeah, it's nice. Uh, we'll come back in a second here, and we will uh, taste. Uh, chicken and waffles at the Texas State Fair. Uh, another episode of Spoons uh, right around the corner. Yay! Uh, this is a stick. This stick holds chicken and waffles by the power of Grisco. Uh, I'm not going to eat it, but there's a lot of powdered sugar on there, Pat. Yeah, powdered yeah. sugar. Chicken and waffles. Oh, sorry. Okay. Oh, yeah. This also needs a dipping sauce of some kind. Yeah, like syrup, right? Yeah, syrup or, I, I don't know, like a, gonna get the... at least a honey mustard or, yeah, a syrup. I wonder if that's just a piece of chicken or a whole little baby chicken. Is it... A whole little baby chicken. What do you mean? The wind's blowing right at me. i got to step off to the side a little bit. Jeffy has uh, reached full saturation mode now. Or now, it doesn't matter if it becomes arctic in the next few minutes. He will still continue to sweat for the rest of the day. Oh, it's over. You can't. Look. Look. The problem is, we've just eaten too much. <laughs> and now nothing is good. Really? It's not that good? Um, it's not bad. It's yeah. okay. I mean, yeah. I don't know if it's good on it. White gravy. Milk. If you said milk, I was going to. I was going to jam this in your eye. <laughs> well, you know what? They make white gravy good. Milk. I'm going to say eight, seven, eight. Not, not too good. Jeffy, you got to be higher than that, right? Oh, this is at least a 10. Really? Okay. Well, I know that you keep complaining that you ate, have eaten so much food, okay. and then you keep eating. You don't take one bite. Stop. Oh, it's for the show. It's for the show. It's for the show, it's guys. It's for the don't show. Yeah. And work. science. And science. Oh, nice background we got for that shot. Good job. Yeah. That's great. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>
depends, too. As you know, there's been a mild amount of controversy revolving around a Christmas classic called The Christmas Twist uh, that airs uh, on The Blaze every single mm-hmm. holiday season. Uh, it's one of the best Christmas movies ever made. Uh, <laughs> we can straight up, we'll start there. <laughs> Let's start there. If you're starting there, though, where, where, where do you finish? That you know, it is the greatest Christmas movie of all time. But we started as one of them. We know it's like, is Peyton Manning the best quarterback of all time? I don't know. He's in the group. He's in the Hall of Fame. Right. He's not right. Yet, but I mean, he will be in the Hall of Fame. He's in that discussion. We'll as the let best quarterback history of all time. decide who the best quarterback of all time is, right. as we'll let history decide, at least for now. You know, what uh, the biggest Christmas classic? It's a Wonderful Life, Christmas Twist. They're all in the, in the conversation <laughs> right now. Right. I would say Christmas Twist is number one, but you never know. Um, however, uh, it's, it's going to be noticed when you have one of the greatest films of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are going to notice. And we noticed uh, ourselves that Hallmark um, seemed to have picked up on some of the things that happen mm-hmm. in A Christmas Twist and maybe made their own movie based on it. Now, some <clears throat> would say, hey, aren't you guys pissed? Uh, that, no, actually, we're thrilled. Uh, we love the idea that they uh, seemingly made a real movie out of our parody. Uh, but... There's a movie called Christmas Cookies. We want to give you the evidence on this because we've been saying it for a while and saying, ah, oh, these movies are similar. Let me give you a couple of the plot points. Now let's look at some of the video. Let's start with the first one. This is from A Christmas Twist about uh, how long they had to decide about the big deal in the movie. The mayor has officially made public an offer to buy the lone holdout local cookie store, The Christmas Twist. Mm-hmm. The mayor announced his offer for the 600-square-foot cookie store. $11 million. But he did place one condition. Store owner Noel Anderson only has 24 hours to decide. (laughs) (laughs) Glenn is the newscaster. is fantastic. Uh, so, uh, I unfortunately could not pull off that same performance for Christmas Icicle. No, he apparently uh, sucked because he, he got yeah. completely I mean, cut from the movie. We had to film. cut him from the movie. You know, you, you make creative uh, choices. Right. You say, hey, uh, that, you know, there's a weak point in the movie. Mm. It ain't Jeffy. Uh, it, it's certainly not Pat. Right. Uh, it's not Brad Stacks. It wasn't you. It wasn't me. Uh, well, it was kind of me, but it wasn't me. <laughs> It was um, this guy. It was this guy. He, was, he just couldn't pull it off this time. I mean, you've got some, you've got some real doing not to be able to pull something like that off. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. He, I mean, he was great in Christmas Twist, but look, you know, this happens with actors sometimes. Yeah. You know? Sometimes I mean, their performances are inconsistent. Look how crappy Chewbacca was in, uh, in episode two. Right. You know, he's not this good. This is a nightmare. Okay. Here is, uh, now, you saw that 24 hours to decide. Well, the plot seems to be kind of similar with Christmas cookies. Watch. You going to take the deal? Back to business, huh? Well, kind of why I'm here. Why she's there. I think I have, what, 60 hours left? Mm -hmm. I'm all over it. The mulling period, right? Uh Yeah, I forgot about that. How could you forget about that? He made a big deal out of it hmm. in the beginning. So in one movie, Pat, mm-hmm. a, co- a, a big organization offered a big amount of money to buy a Christmas cookie uh, establishment uh, with a, a deadline of a day or two. Uh, and then the other movie, uh, a large uh, organization came with a lot of money to buy a Christmas cookie establishment with a deadline of a day or two. 
So you can see the differences there right. are extreme. Extreme. Um, so let's go to the next one. This is now talking about money <clears throat> around the holidays. You've mm-hmm. seen this exchange happen in all these sorts of movies. Sometimes the the uh, w- w- the person who is not in the Christmas spirit thinks a little bit too much about business. Let's watch. I wish you wouldn't always talk about money around the holidays. Hmm, okay. Oh, she's very disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. By the way, I was not talking about money around the holidays when she said that. Uh, sorry, I got into that a little bit there. Uh, and now here is uh, Christmas cookies. Tell me this is not the same scene. Right. <clears throat> No one from here is going to go to Buffalo. The relocation tax credit. It's not always about money, Hannah. Wow. I didn't say it was always about money. Mm-hmm. But, didn't say it. you know, the money's not nothing either. Right. It's not nothing And either. you actually pointed that out as Uncle not Billy. Nothing either. In that money. Because you said, you know, mm-hmm. uh, look, if it ain't about money, what is, what is it? If it's about... Well, <laughs> I don't... I remember, like my old pappy used to say. Yeah, yeah my old pappy used to say. I've now forgotten what my it pappy. It ain't always about money. If it's about, if it's all about money, then it's not about anything or something. Then you go, but of course that was. You oh know, yeah, that was a dollar ninety-eight. This is eleven million dollars. What are you stupid? <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> all right, so there was a bad business model apparently in both of these movies as well. Here's uh-huh. a look at the Christmas twist. Listen to me. Maybe if you just ran a cookie store, or you ran a Christmas cookie store, or you just ran a butter cookie store, right. but you only sell the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Mm. Nobody likes the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Oh, really? <laughs> then why did I sell three to customers this year? <laughs> well, two of them Good were point. me, and the other one was a guy hiding from an Amber Alert. This is the worst business model of all time. <laughs> Bad business model, okay. But she had a good point. She sold three of them. <laughs> You said nobody liked him, and she sold three. Well, I mean, I think you just proved your sentence yeah. right First there. of all, I was acting there. Okay. Second okay. of all, uh, while uh, you're right, I did say uh-huh. no one. Uh, that per- you know, Thad had the insider knowledge that two of them were him. Uh, so two of them were him. No, and he knew he didn't like them. He just did it obviously to please her. And then the last and he guy bought a grand total of two in a year. In a year. He must love her a lot. Yeah, and then uh, what's you know the other one? You know, is a person fleeing an Amber Alert. So right. he's he's obviously kidnapped a, a child mm-hmm. and potentially he's hiding out in the cookie store, right? Like to try to avoid police. And, so, and I don't know that you to would be necess- incognito. Right. He bought a cookie, right? <laughs> now in Christmas cookies, there's another bad business model. Watch. All right. Sir, this company is teetering on the brink of insolvency. Have you seen these numbers? Yeah, well, that's what you get when you're in production only half of the year. <laughs> See? <laughs> Another bad business model. Just like, instead of you're just, just one kind of cookie, year. you're only mm-hmm. in production half a year, and they were going to solve that as Thad was going to solve that problem. Uh, next up is, uh, in the, you know, look, there's a lot of romance in these movies. A lot of romance. A lot of romance and uh, a lot of great acting, as you'll see here. And in the, the chemistry's incredible. Thank you. The chemistry is not seemingly that good between these two actors, which is odd because they are actually married, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a little weird. Uh, but here's that the scene. happens in Hollywood all the time. It does. It does. Hollywood wives and husbands. And, uh, you know, it's, it's well, did you ever see, uh, what was that movie with uh, Tom Cruise and, and Nicole Kidman? They didn't seem like they were. Oh, Far and Away? Hot for each other. The, no, oh, no, the other uh, one. Eyes uh, Wide Shut? Yeah, Eyes Wide, wide Shut. Yes. Yeah. Look at that. That's true. There's no chemistry. It's Ooh. awkward Nicky. <laughs> There's a little bit of that, perhaps. <laughs> it's, it's not quite as icky. Is eyes wide shut, but we do have this scene from the Christmas twist. But honey, now I can afford the one thing I really wanted. Mm. Isn't that music? (gasps) Noel? Noel. (gasps) Will you marry me? Dad! That's the 
biggest diamond I've ever <laughs> seen. Looks like a ring pop. Of course it is. It's from the richest boyfriend you've ever had. <laughs> what do you say? To do a she lifetime dad. Well, well, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's not thrilled about it. Yeah, though. not thrilled. Which no. uh, is weird, you know. Yeah. And it's like, all, so what we've seen there is the uh, the wealthy boyfriend mm-hmm. comes and proposes to the person in the Christmas spirit who owns the who is involved in the cookie uh, establishment, mm-hmm. and the reception is not all that warm. No, here's a completely different scene from a cookie Christmas cookies on Hallmark. Listen, uh, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately. And I think this is right. Okay. What's right? Us, this. Gavin, what are you doing? 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 <laughs> Anna Harper. If that's her attitude, I'm stopping right now. Oh, I'm, I'm just like uh, acting out. I'm out. I'm out. <sighs> that's a tiny ring. Will you marry me? Oh, my. That's not even close to Christmas to us. Oh, 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 boy. Oh, the new boyfriend sees it. I know how that guy feels. And he's spooked, and he's he's chased out. I know how that guy feels. And she's uncomfortable because she knows she has feelings for the new guy, Mm -hmm. right? And she's not that crazy about the old guy, even though they're about to become fiancés. Uh, wow, he kind of backed her into a corner right there in front of a lot of people, and that's just not cool. She was not thrilled about the proposal? Not thrilled about the proposal, just like in Christmas just Twist. Just like in Christmas Twist. Now. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Now, Noel mm-hmm. and Jake are essentially the, the parallel characters in these two movies. Mm-hmm. Noel, my wife Lisa, who you just saw, the blonde hair, has, and Jake, who's the kind of guy, who the other boyfriend, uh-huh. they both run the cookie establishments. Okay, so you, they're very parallel characters. Um, and they're very, I would say, to use the word stubborn, they're, yes. they're a little stubborn when it comes to their dreams about this cookie factory or cookie store. Uh, here is a scene from The Christmas Twist. <laughs> this is $11 million. That's like mm-hmm. John Kerry wife money, right? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Good question. That's why is she being stubborn, Pat? She wants a million dollars. She will not go through the deal, right? Stubborn. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a scene from Christmas Cookies. Jake, he's, he's just being so, he's being so stubborn. Stubborn. Why doesn't he understand Why? that this is the best solution? Right. It's money. I mean, right? it's money. Seriously. It's a lot of money. The Christmas twist has multiple scenes in which we are yelling at Lisa to take this money. Yeah. And that is exactly what is happening here. She is pissed off. He won't just take this money. It's best for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, uh, you know, there's... I mean, the lines are slightly different, but they're they're the right. similar so, cookie lingo. Right, that's so it's clever, and that's the thing. Like, what do they do in these movies? They have a play on words mm-hmm. as relates to the topic. Mm-hmm. Um, now, our movie, of course, about Christmas uh, cookies, had uh, Pat, uh, who is a lovable uh, Uncle Billy, uh, who gives us a little uh, bit, of, uh, bit of a curmudgeon, a little bit, you know, but a, a, a well-meaning guy. A guy who uh, who in a great in a great Christmas sweater in a great Christmas sweater. It's actually better than the ones we were wearing today. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, here is uh, Uncle mm-hmm. Billy. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles, huh? <laughs> <laughs> There's a slight difference in that the line that led up to uh, that's the way the cookie crumbles was. So you ran over a homeless person. Uh, so the, the di- <laughs> there is no. 
<laughs> that did not happen. Cookies that I know of. There are no yeah, homeless the context people. Context is somewhat important. It here. is a little different, yes. but here is uh, Christmas uh, cookies, and they're silly cr- cookie okay. line. Christmas is what you make it, or bake it. Lucy, you got some splatatodo. Oh man, that's I mean, funny. That's how, funny stuff. Uh, first of all, how good. horrible. But second of all, so I mean, they bad. are very similar. And they are similar. I, I, it's the same movie. Same movie, different title. That's all it is. Yep. Same movie. It's incredible. I mean, you know. I really think they ripped it off. And I'm fine with that. And I, I know love you it. are, too. I love it. Uh, I just want them to admit it. That's all. <laughs> I just want them That's to admit it. I don't, I, want, I don't want a cease and desist order. Oh, I, don't, I don't want money from them. No. Just please admit you wrote your movie based on the Christmas twist. And I will say one way that they could make it up to us was to give a full airing of both in one hour. You take one hour of your schedule for the entire Christmas season and you air the Christmas twist. Is that too much to ask? And then no. you air after that the Christmas icicle. Uh, you know, it's easy. It's we can easy. we can build out the breaks for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think your audience would really enjoy it. Oh my! Gosh, oh my God! It. And everybody would be better off. They for would love it. You know. So there you go. That Hallmark Movie Channel Holy audience crap. would love it. That would They'd be love tremendous. It. Can you imagine them <laughs> running over a homeless people? Uh. Oh jeez. Okay, so there you go. Triple eight seven twenty seven Beck is the uh, phone number. The movie The Christmas Twist is coming up in about a half an hour from <gasps> right now. No. What? To you. In no. its entirety, the yes. patents do traditional showing of wow. uh, a Christmas twist on the day before we go and on vacation. So we you're can go, welcome. Uh, we can leave the studio a few minutes later. <laughs> uh, Wait, so, what? what? No, that has nothing to do with it. No, I know. I, uh, yeah, it, right. It's all about Christmas cheer <laughs> and the demand for right. this movie is yes. so high. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. The, and stuff. You've demanded it mm-hmm. and stuff. So coming right. up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, uh, more patents too. In the meantime... <laughs> Coming up next. Yeah, it's inevitable. Right. You've said before. it's inevitable. Yeah. It is. Which is going to happen. You wish there was a way to stop it, but there is. You can't. You can't. You just can't. It's like more. Triple eight seven two seven. Welcome. Uh, uh, Texas professor now says says the word holiday uh, just isn't inclusive enough. Um, you know, Christmas they've been trying to kind of get rid of, and they sort of try to replace that with holiday so it's all inclusive. But now that's not all inclusive anymore. Ironically, though, the title of uh, Tennessee Women University's explainer on how to host an all-inclusive multicultural Christmas party includes the words holiday and Christmas. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but not all faiths and traditions have holidays in December, and not everyone identifies with a particular faith tradition. Is there so, a, a religion that does not have a holiday in December? I mean, I'm sure there's something, uh, but I mean, I don't know what. I, it's not. It's not one of the big ones. Judaism does, right? I mean, is Hanukkah always in December? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Ramadan, Ramadan is sometimes not in December. I know that. Oh, right? really? Yeah. So that that can happen other times of the year. So yeah, there's. I mean, they happen. What but was the other? Uh, so what? Right. I mean, first of all, so, so what? what? Yes, of course. Saying holidays that doesn't necessarily. You're not saying that means every holiday. So what? I mean. 
You're not saying it's every holiday. It's so weird. What a so weird bizarre. thing to get worked up about. Uh, every year. Oh, the war on Christmas, that's a scam. It's not even happening. It really, it's not happening in the fact of, like, we're not going to have Christmas anymore next year. Um, that's only when reindeer uh, get injured. Um, or if, if if the snow is so bad and Rudolph, uh, you've, I don't know, thrown off to a freaking island of misfit toys because he has a disability. I mean, that, that, then Christmas gets, you know, a little bit uh, in doubt. Right. Uh, but other than that... Mm-hmm. You know, Christmas is going to happen. It's just the fact of, like, this is a weird thing that we are constantly obsessing with, uh, that you can't say Merry Christmas in schools and, and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, we talked about earlier today that the woman, the teacher who had a, um, uh, a uh, Charlie Brown poster, and they made her take it down. Um, you know, Why? Like, I, I, it's so strange. Like, you're not, they, they all say, well, we want to be multicultural. Like the, the description of Glenn's school today, like, you got to be multicultural, understanding of other cultures. How about the culture of Christianity? How about the culture of Judaism? How about the culture of, uh, you know, just American uh, Christmas, no, which you don't is have to be celebrated by many people who aren't religious? All right. You don't have to be respectful of any of those. Uh, it, it's pretty amazing. It's, it's the minority rule again. Um, and it's just jammed down our throats. To how does it where, hurt you I to see know. that? I That's really what I don't know. understand. I don't understand how you are like the guy in that was, you know is suing because it, he was the, he can't see the, the cross on top of the tree in the in mm. town square. How does it hurt you? Keep walking. Keep walking. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. I mean, think about what, it. So whatever you want it doesn't hurt you. If somebody said Happy Hanukkah, none of us are, are Jewish. But if somebody, if a Jewish person said, "Hey, Happy Hanukkah to you," would you be all oh, pissed say, off about I'd that? say, "Yeah, Happy Hanukkah to you," or right or Merry Christmas, or whatever. It would, yeah. Who matter. cares? Who cares? Yeah. If somebody said Happy Ramadan to me, I wouldn't care. Nope. Oh well, I'm not Muslim, but Happy Ramadan to you too. That's whatever. why it's always safer to go with Ramahana Kwanzmas. Yeah. Because then people understand. That is all inclusive. That is un- well, except for Festivus, uh, which is a problem. <laughs> right. Yeah, we didn't hit that. Uh, but I mean, most of, it really does kind of pull in all the groups, mm-hmm. and it makes you feel everybody feel a lot better, and yet not feel anything, which is seemingly the goal. Uh, like, hey, you're not going to have any Christmas spirit because eh, it's not Christmas. Yeah, this particular professor says uh, we need to call them December gatherings, or end of semester gathering, or End of fiscal well, year party. Schools don't have Christmas shows anymore or anything like that. I mean, those are long gone. The end of the fiscal year party. Yeah. Okay. That would be pretty okay. hot. Okay. That's, man, that's, now you're talking excitement. You could, you know what you could do is you could put spreadsheets all over the <laughs> is place. Is that real? Decorate. Wait a minute. Is that a real story? Why on earth would you call it the end of the fiscal of the year fiscal. when it's the end of the year, right? Like right. the end of the year is right there, too. Yeah. Why would you say the end of year party? Why would you throw in fiscal in that? That makes sense. No. Just to make it even worse. It's the end of the fiscal year party. Yay. Everybody gets a spreadsheet as a celebratory gift Ooh. at the end of the night. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, uh, let's. Uh, this is uh, J.P. Sears, apparently, a Christmas hatred mm-hmm. ultra spiritual life episode seven. Okay, uh, that's about as much as I know about it. So let's watch. Me too. Episode. Oh, this guy. Really? Yeah. yeah. What do you like about Christmas? You can't call it Christmas anymore. You can't say Merry Christmas because that offends people who aren't Christian. 
You can't say Happy Hanukkah because that offends people who aren't Jewish. You can't say Happy Holidays because that offends people who aren't happy. Everyone gets offended. It's so stressful. You know what? If you get offended by me, then I'm going to get offended that you're offended by me. So the ball's in your court, chief. What do you do during this time of year? It's important for me to visit the most spiritually unevolved people I know. My family. I like to shower my family with passive-aggressive criticisms about how they're unevolved and how I'm different than them as a way of punishing them for the resentments I still carry towards them. <laughs> Is this organic? I don't think so. And what my family enjoys most is experiencing my need to tell them about how successful I've become. Have you seen how many YouTube subscribers I have? Have you seen my ayahuasca video? Do you get it? No. You've never understood me? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, uh, a little bit more. There's a part two to this. Nice. Let's check so out a little bit more from uh, JPC. And we're only playing this to help you because... Uh, you know, oh, we care. Enlighten you. We care. Mm-hmm. What do you think the spirit of this holiday is really about? Anticipating which people are going to get you a gift and then predicting how much they're going to spend on you. This is the main purpose of intuition. I need to get them a gift of roughly the same value. If I don't spend enough, they're going to resent me. If I spend more than them, then I will definitely resent them. Nothing conveys love like giving gifts. It basically says, I love you exactly this many dollars worth. What do you think about Hanukkah? Hanukkah brings everything full circle. It's the Jewish celebration of Christmas that isn't really Christmas. Christmas is about celebrating Jesus, who is Jewish, yet isn't celebrated by Jewish people. He's only celebrated by non-Jewish people who are worshiping a guy who was Jewish, who is definitely not the same religion as them, his non-Jewish followers who worshiped him. So if he was alive today, he wouldn't be celebrating the holiday that celebrates him because it's against his religion. He'd be celebrating Hanukkah, which means his followers who are celebrating him would be praying for him to accept himself into his life so that he could save himself from his own religion, which is obviously wrong for him, according to him, according to his followers. And that's the spirit of Christmas right there. <laughs> that was great. That was that's good. actually kind of funny. Really funny. That's yeah, funny. Oh, there you go. That's uh, not true. None of it's true, but it's funny. I mean, yes, he was Jewish, but he uh, uh, Wow. Let's see. You know, here's a uh, Christmas <laughs> gift for you. Uh, Harry Reid's leaving office. Thank God. Uh, that is a nice he's going to be gone. Gift. It's a nice little gift. You know, there is a significant leave. chance that you, in your entire mm-hmm. life, may never hear Harry Reid's voice again. Oh, would that be wonderful? Uh, Merry that Christmas. Would be really, really good. That's a Christmas miracle right there. The sad thing is that's probably not true. No, he'll probably still keep running his mouth and retire. Because that guy... Forever. Um, he wants a 9-11 type commission looking into Russian hacking. He said the uh, hacking is as big a deal as Watergate as 9-11. I, look, you can think that Donald Trump won the election and actually sort of agree with that statement. Now, of course, he's being an idiot because he always is. Mm-hmm. But it is a freaking big deal that they're hacking our computers. Absolutely is. The, 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 I mean, you know, we it all seems like fun and games to a lot of Republicans right now. They also hacked the RNC computers and just decided not to release the information. 
Now, that's leading the CIA to, to uh, believe, hey, maybe they wanted the Democrat to lose, which I think mm. it does seem like it's probably true. But whatever it does, it, all indications are that they did some hacking here. Now, we know they do it. They're not the only ones who do it. China does it and North Korea does it as well. They're not the only ones who do it, but they were the most outward actors in this particular election. It is worth looking into, and it is not going to change the results of the election at all. It's going to be Donald Trump is going to be president, uh, but still, it's important to look into. I mean, we've got the state of Georgia pissed at Homeland Security because they believe Homeland Security tried to hack into their hack into their state websites. Really? Yeah. I mean, they're they're, put, they're making a big deal about it because the, mm. there was no the Homeland Security usually comes to the state and says, "Hey, we're going to be trying out to try to get into your state, you know, for security reasons." Oh, None okay. of that. Oh, they didn't and, alert them. And they just show that it, they tried to get in and then went away. Interesting. Um, the other thing Harry Reid uh, did was something that I was requesting Barack Obama do, which he has not done as of yet. Um, and he is the grand nozzle of the Douche Hall of Fame, by the way. And that, that sticks with him in retirement, uh, mm-hmm. we should point out. Even if he's not a senator, he would maintain that title. Oh, that, no, that, that's a lifetime. Well, well, the grand nozzle is not a lifetime. Being in the Douche Hall of Fame is a lifetime. He, will always, he is the first ever two-time Douche Hall of Fame a grand nozzle, that's which great. is pretty impressive. <laughs> but I don't know if this, this helps you with Harry Reid or you think he's even more of a douche for it. He's come out now and said, well, yeah, obviously Romney was right. It, he, he, you know, they were a huge geopolitical threat. He, uh, oh, thanks. Where, where was he back yeah. in the day? Where were you four years ago? Where was he, he was taking well, fo- that's right. He was taking phone calls. That's, that's right. Phone in calls from people who, were who said he hadn't his paid his taxes. Uh, I mean, he really is and a actually terrible read, person. I read an article about this at one point. He is the worst person that's ever lived. Uh, yeah. And yes. uh, it was a really compelling case uh, yeah. on that. Uh, <laughs> do you remember the author of that? Uh, uh, Pat Gray? Gray? Gray. Pat Gray. Uh, really, really well-written piece. Pat Gray. Um, and, Pat Gray from Down Under? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, think he, I think he is Good Australian. Good night, Pat Gray. <laughs> he is Australian. Uh, so that is, uh, I, I think, a pretty amazing thing. Um, you have uh, Kanye West, who's meeting with Donald Trump. Now, I don't really care. He's been meeting, he met with Donald Trump, Ezekiel, uh, I was going to say Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott, but Ezekiel uh, Emanuel. Um, uh, Jim Brown, Ray, Ray Lewis, Lewis, a guy who was accused of murder and convicted of obstruction of justice. Eh, just meet with him. He's already got uh, a convicted rapist he hangs out with, and, and Mike Tyson. Why not? Why not? I mean, uh, with another bizarre character. Um, stress, I mean, and look, again, guys, I mean, it's just a weird. Why would he do it? You know, I don't think it has anything to do with the case, but like, why are you bringing Ray Lewis in there to talk yeah. to uh, Jim Brown's pr- singing weird. his praises, though, um, former Cleveland Brown Jim running back. Brown's another weird. Yeah. Uh, that, that seems bizarre to me. But OK, whatever. He, they're, they're all Trump supporters. And then Kanye is such a supporter that afterwards he tweeted out hashtag 2024. Yeah. Which 2020 was his deal before. Now, apparently he's so into Trump. That he's giving him eight years before he giving takes the years. office from him. Which is, you know, so, that's nice. That's nice. I wonder if Donald really nice. asked him to do that. So there wasn't any, I don't know, any that's, doubt. I mean, oh. that's fascinating. That, to me. That wouldn't surprise me. First of all, why is Kanye West supporting Donald Trump? And uh, I was going to say they're both loudmouth idiots, but that doesn't really fit into my, uh, <laughs> uh, my New Year's resolution to be nicer. What? Oh, I, so, have you made it. one? No. No, okay. no New I, Year's I, resolution to be nicer? Is it stupid gear? No, I do not. I was uh, gonna say, wow. here, let, let's test it, Jeffy. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. I'll, I'll be nice to you for the next minute. Why? This is getting too hard. You're fat. <laughs> uh, that didn't. Uh, it was too hard. I mean, I tried. It was like a second and a half. I, I really <laughs> tried. <laughs> <That> was, <laughs> you could tell he tried, though, couldn't you? 
uh, Jeffy? Yeah, I, mean, I, you, I saw him trying. <laughs> right. You, you could see it. I mean, it was. Uh, <laughs> it just wasn't going to make it. And so, I mean, eventually it was going to come out anyway. Right. It's right. like, you know, when you're on, you're like, I'm going to do 100 push-ups. Halfway through number two, you're not going to. You're like, gonna oh, okay, I'm not going to get there. I'm not going to get there. I might as well stop I might as well now. stop right now. Um, so uh, we're going to take a, a break. We'll come back on the other side with uh, a delicious, actually the worst food I've ever eaten in my life. And then a Christmas twist after that. Stay tuned. What we're doing now is gone beyond science. This is like deep sea diving. There's actual danger to our lives here. It's also for humanity now. This is not yeah, for this science. Is, yeah. This is for humankind. This yeah. is saving lives. It is, it is. We've gone to saving lives. Especially after how much food has been consumed, particularly by you guys, because you've, oh, you've had the punishment oh. of multiple meat dishes. Oh. To have a pickle at this point it sounds terrible. But to have a pickle that is seemingly coated in Kool-Aid for no particular reason... It's called a Kool-Aid pickle. Uh, I have no idea why. I don't like pickles anyway. I don't either. Um, so this is going to be terrible. Uh, but I think you and I are two of the few people on Earth who don't like pickles. But uh, I really, I don't want to oh, eat this. No, thank you. Ugh. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, I will no, puke. No, thank you. I about puke. I will puke. I, no, I smelled it and about puke. I'm going to lick the sugar off of it. No, don't do that. Don't even do that. That is horrible. Don't even do that. I can't. (laughs) That is hideous. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. Circular receptacle for that one. I'm not. I will give you uh, our very first one out of 18. One. Which is the lowest you can go in our stupid scale of the only numbers Jeffy knows. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's legit. And he doesn't know all the numbers from 1 to 18. No. He mostly knows... 18. Just 18. But look at this. If you look at the inside, look at the color of it. It's like red inside. I guess because it's been sitting in cooling for hours and hours. I mean, that is... They tried you want to talk about horrible. That's gross. That is uh, horrible. All right. Well, we saved the worst for last. That was really saw fun. a bag like this was in the back of Jeffy's car. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it was not a fried <laughs> Get out, right? Yeah. That was All right. Nasty. Let's go home. Oh. And with only three reported deaths, organizers say the annual children's flammable toy exhibition will be held again next season. Finally, the city has announced plans to go ahead with its proposed combination handgun, cigarette, and pork rind factory. The site for this slice of heaven on earth is our own historic hometown square. And so far, all 300 existing tenants have decided to sell, except for Noel Anderson, owner of local cookie store, The Christmas Twist.
Honey, turn off the TV. I've got amazing news. <laughs> I just closed another business deal. Since, you know, I'm a businessman. And now I'm officially getting that big business commission. Uh, I wish you wouldn't always talk about money around the holidays. But honey, now I can afford the one thing I really wanted. <gasps> Noel, will you marry me? Dad, that's the biggest diamond I've ever seen. Of course it is. From the richest boyfriend you've ever had. What do you say to a lifetime of fad? Well, I guess so. Do you hear that, world? She said, I guess so. Oh, this is the greatest day of my life. We're going to have the best Christmas ever. Like a family. Me, you, and my money. Wow, is it cold out there. I bet Santa himself will get frostbite. Did you finish decorating at least? I sure did. I hung up so much tinsel that now I've got tinsels instead of tonsils. <laughs> right. Uh, Are you watching TV? Okay, just because I was driving here and I was then parking and then walking in doesn't mean that I didn't understand that news was about to break. Quick, turn it on! And in case you just happen to turn your television set on, there is breaking news. In an attempt to go ahead with the new handgun cigarette pork grind factory, the mayor has officially made public an offer to buy the lone holdout local cookie store, the Christmas Twist. The mayor announced his offer for the 600-square-foot cookie store. $11 million. But he did place one condition. Store owner Noel Anderson only has 24 hours to decide. It's now safe to turn your television off again. In other news, my kitty cat, Noodles, is still missing. <laughs> $11 million for this dump? You bought it for 18 grand. I know, but how can you put a price tag on Christmas? Um, you're not selling Christmas. You're selling a meaningless collection of bricks and asbestos walls covered in toxic lead tinsel. Dad, how can you say Christmas is meaningless? I didn't say that. Just listen to me. Maybe if you just ran a cookie store, or you ran a Christmas cookie store, or you just ran a butter cookie store, but you only sell the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Nobody likes the pretzel-shaped butter cookies. Oh, really? Then why did I sell three to customers this year? Well, two of them were me, and the other one was a guy hiding from an Amber Alert. This is the worst business model of all time. It's not a business model. It's my dream. I am far too businessy for this. You have 24 business hours to decide. <sighs> <gasps> It's okay, Noel. It's okay. You know, my grandpappy used to say, if it's all about the money, then it's all about nothing. Of course, when he said that, he was talking about a dollar thirty-eight. <laughs> this is eleven million dollars. That's like John Kerry wife money, right? What's wrong with you? Well, it all started one night when I was looking at the Christmas lights, and I ran over a homeless person. Wait, you ran over what? 
every bone in my body. My pancreas is still in your wheel well. I'm pretty sure I'm not gonna be okay. Oh, homeless vagrant, what can I do to make your pancreasless Christmas spirit live on? There's only one thing. You know, other than calling 911. I really always wanted to open up a Christmas cookie store. I can do that. I'm an amazing baker. I can make snickerdoodle, chocolate chip, molasses. The store can only sell those pretzel butter cookies. The ones that nobody likes. <laughs> That's the worst business model I've ever heard, like in the history of mankind. No, no, it's, it's not a business model. It's, it's my... So, you killed a homeless person, huh? Well, I guess that's the way the cookie crumbles, huh? They <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, oh, I hear you got a crapper to be plunged. Yes, I stopped up the crapper. I've just been so stressed with my store closing that last night I binged on fig pudding. Ooh, that'll stop yeah. up a crapper, I know, all right. I, know. I love fig pudding and the crapper. Really? We have so much in common. I love fig pudding, and I clogged up my crapper last night, too. <laughs> supposed to believe that my cat noodles ends up dead the same weekend george soros just happens to be in town and in other news we finally find out the future of our new handgun cigarette and pork rind factory in just 12 hours 12 hours from now mark your calendar noelle anderson will make her big decision Still no word on why the mayor decided to make the deadline a national holiday. Or why the mayor would present the offer on the TV. Honey, did you make your decision yet? Um... Look, I understand that this story is your dream. Your heart. Your soul. Your deal that you made as you committed what a jury would likely consider manslaughter and killing a homeless man hallucinating about cookies. But it's $11 million dollars. Don't be an idiot. How can you talk about dollars and manslaughter at a time like this? We can't sell the store. Where would all my pretzel cookies go? Uh, they're not alive. It's, it's not materially where they would go. Where will people buy their pretzel cookies for Santa? Santa loves these cookies. Noel, Santa wants chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> yeah. You take that back. Take it back. Noel, 
You want to think about your pretzel cookies? It's not about the money. It's about how dumb you are. I mean, it's, it's a little bit about the money, but it's mostly about how dumb you are. I can't marry someone this dumb. Unless it's a Kardashian, maybe. Look, sell the store, or I'm calling the engagement off. You now have 12 business hours to decide! Ho, ho, ho's here! It's Uncle Billy. Oh, no, what's wrong, Noel? I might lose my store. Mm. My businessman fiance gave me an ultimatum, and I think I'm in love mm-hmm. with a common laborer. Oh my! Who looks suspiciously like the homeless man that I ran over, mm. except he's wearing glasses, mm-hmm. and I'm so torn. Yeah. Well, you know, Noel, my grandpappy was once faced with a Christmas choice—a choice just like yours. Should he marry his male lover, or a? Really fat, homeless man plumber he met when he stopped up the crapper. Well, who did, who did he choose? Uh, neither. He was hit by a blonde woman in an SUV and left to die on the road with no explanation. But that's the moral of Christmas time, right? So what you're, what you're saying is that I should marry my mean fiancé? No, stupid. Oh, you're so stupid. How can you be this dumb? I mean, that's stupid. So then what you're saying is that I should... Choose the plumber? Yes. Wow. Geez, I'm really starting to see where your fiancé is coming from. You are stupid. Stupid. I mean, really dumb. Okay, well, I hope I have enough time to go stop up the toilet again. Right? Well, I mean, you are stupid. Can you do it? I don't know. That is stupid. I mean, I... <laughs> oh, should I marry my mean fiance? Yeah, dummy, go ahead. So did you make a decision? I have a businessman meeting to go to in the business world. Yes, I did. I, I did make a decision. I choose the Christmas spirit. And I choose this plumber with potentially no future. He's homeless. But I just met him, and he believes in me, and he believes in my store. Uh, Good luck with that. Good luck with your stupid store with the pretzel cookies and this pointless plumber idiot. All of it's it's the big pipe dream. You know, because of the pipes. He happens to work with pipes, and that's his his chosen profession. It's a pipe, pipe dream. I think it worked. I don't understand why you didn't. Now, let's go fix that crapper together you know before i get started fixing your crapper i just want to say this i might not be a businessman like your businessman boyfriend i might not have the intelligence the pleasant odor or the lack of mouth sores i can't even afford a big fancy ring but i can't afford this Wait, did you just find that on the floor? Well, <laughs> yes, but that doesn't change the question. Will you marry me? Yes! I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I can't do this. 